0: Party at the Bodega What up everybody, this is your man, Benz Pharrell We're thinking out loud How's everybody doing today? I hope everybody's doing good Yes, US launches an unarmed ICBM to test nuclear capabilities amid tensions with North Korea. The U.S. Air Force and Space Force collaborated on a test missile launch Wednesday amid rising tensions with North Korea. Air Force Global Strike Command test launched an unarmed Minuteman III intercontinental ballistic missile called ICBM from the Vanderberg Space Force Base. The purpose of the ICBM test launch program is to validate and verify the safety, security, effectiveness, and readiness of the weapon system. A statement from Vandenberg Space Force Base read, The airmen and guardians who perform this vital mission are some of the most skillfully trained and dedicated personnel in America's Air Force, said Space Launch Delta 30 Vice Commander Colonel Brian Titus. He added that these tests' launches demonstrate the readiness of U.S. nuclear force and provide confidence in the lethality and effectiveness effectiveness of the nation's nuclear deterrent. White House National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan issued a stern warning to North Korea during a press briefing on Tuesday, responding to the reports that the dictator Kim Jong-un and Russian President Vladimir Putin may meet in person. This is not going to reflect well on North Korea, and they will pay a price for this And in the international community, Sullivan stated, we will continue to call on North Korea to abide by its public commitments not to supply weapons to Russia that will end up killing Ukrainians. National Security Council spokesperson John Kirby said last week that arms negotiations between two U.S. adversaries were actively advancing Putin wants North Korea to supply Russia with artillery shells and anti-tank missiles in exchange for Kim wants Russia to give North Korea advanced technology for satellites and nuclear-powered submarines. Sources told the New York Times, additionally, Kim wants food, aid for his starving nation. Russia has rebuffed questions about the talks, However, <clears throat> Kremlin spokesperson Dmitry Peskov said he can't confirm the talks and said there is nothing to say. All right. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. I had to hit you up with that one right there. That shit right there is crazy. Vladimir Putin, Kim Jong un having discussions, trying to make an exchange. You see what I'm saying? Ah, me personally, I'm not worried about anything. All right? I'm not saying, I'm not trying to scare anybody. All right? I'm not no fearmonger, dude. Right? They want to exchange and stuff. All right? Like me, I would probably say, "Oh, America want to exchange too. Do, do they? Uh, yeah. Y'all looking for something too. Y'all got some ulterior motives too. So, and then you test your missiles. You don't have to test you don't got to test no icbm um missiles you ain't had to test it so you're trying to jump and say that you about to go to war with somebody so you don't want to like um poking the bear with the stick at the moment you know what i'm saying you could be diplomatic you know what i'm saying why are you are meddling in other people's business why are you like sticking butting your nose Alright, the the U.S. Air Force and Space Force collaborated on a test missile launch Wednesday amid a rising tension with the North Koreans. Air Force Global Strike Command test launched an unarmed Minuteman III intercontinental ballistic missile, which is um, the acronym for that is the ICBM. Not ICBC College, motherfucker, ICBM, right. Um... I see your baby mama. No, I'm just fucking around, just fucking around. Stop. All right. ICBM from the Vandenberg Space Force Base. The purpose of the ICBM test launch program is to validate and verify the safety, security, effectiveness and readiness of the weapon system. A statement from the Vandenberg Space Force Base read the airmen and guardians who performed the vital mission are some of the most skillfully trained and dedicated personnel in America's Air Force, said Space Launch Delta 30 Vice Commander Colonel Brian Titus. Just giving it to you again so you can understand the severity. But I don't think I, I, I think this is just news for entertainment. You know what I'm saying? If it do get serious, then you heard it first. All right? But me, I don't talk evil or I don't speak anything into existence. So what I do speak into existence, this is a bunch of um, baloney. And these people are just trying to freaking entertain the readers or entertain you guys. All right? So we're going to keep it moving with some other news that's going on. Let's see. NYC migrant crisis. Hundreds continue to protest against the Staten Island shelter. Okay, Staten Island. Protests continue Tuesday night on Staten Island, where hundreds of demonstrators marched through the streets with megaphones, signs, and American flags. I realize it's a sanctuary city, but there has to be a limit to our compassion, said one protester, Michelle Rubin. We don't have the infrastructure. We are not vetting anybody. We don't know if anybody has a criminal background or what they did in their country of origin. The borough has been at the center of the New York City's migrant crisis since the end of last month when the Adams administration started to house asylum seekers at St. John Villa Academy. They should be separated from the community until they are properly vetted. And when they are properly vetted, then they can be welcomed. Another neighbor, Christine Martin, added. The former Catholic school has been transformed into a 300 bed makeshift shelter and is now the site of rallies often led by the borough's Republican elected officials. Mm-hmm. A Staten Island judge initially ruled the city couldn't use St. John Villa Academy as a shelter, but the city appealed and had the ruling overturned. Republican lawmakers have since filed a lawsuit to have the shelter shut down. All right. The New York has been dealing with an influx of asylum seekers since last spring. Over 107,000 migrants have arrived in the city since the crisis began. 59,000 asylum seekers are currently under the city's care across 200 emergency shelters. City Hall said less than 2% of those 59,000 asylum seekers are being housed on Staten Island. Mayor Eric Adams has clashed with Governor Kathy Hochul over the issue, denouncing her stance. The city should limit its movement of migrants to other parts of the state. However, they're aligned when it comes to pleading the federal government for more resources, all right? including emergency funding and expediting work permits. City Hall released a statement reading, New Yorkers are tired of bearing the brunt from this national crisis, and we emphasize with their concerns, the sites we are now finding are the only options left. This situation demands a broader state and national solution. The Department of Homeland Security identified 11 federal sites in New York that can be used to house migrants. Federal officials also sent letters to Adams and Hotel highlighting operational and structural failures in the city's handling of migrants and citing ways to make improvements. There you go. I'm trying to catch these, I'm trying to show you people in the stuff like, you know, you gotta understand what's really going on right here. A lot of New Yorkers, you know, I'm a New Yorker, you see what I'm saying? I'm in Texas right now, but I'm a full-blown, 100% New Yorker. I'm talking about Harlem life, but I'm gonna keep it real with you. Everybody don't like it. There's a lot of people that don't like it. even the last wave of migrants from the 80s don't even like it. that's just to show you you know what i'm saying they're not with it because they don't have no room for them you know what i'm saying and then it's just too many people so uh i don't know what this is going to do like i told you before i don't know what's the uh, ulterior motives of why they um having all of these asylum seekers coming into the country i don't know what's the plan what they're trying to do i don't know if it's going to work or if it's going to cause some economic uh, disaster i just don't know because these people always plan something behind closed doors and the american people don't understand what they're planning behind closed doors all right you know i hate the politics about this situation right here, like, I'm trying to unravel what they really trying to do because they, they, like, the Democrats are saying that this is going to help the economic structure and stuff like that. But really, I don't know if it really will and stuff. You see what I'm saying? And at the same time, the Republicans got their ulterior motives as well. You see what I'm saying? I don't know what they really trying to do. Everybody has an ulterior motive when it comes to situations like this, like the border crisis right here, and these NYC migrant crisis. All right. Hundreds continue to protest against the Staten Islands shelter. You see what I'm saying? And protests continue Tuesday night on Staten Island, where hundreds of demonstrators march through the streets with megaphone signs and American flags. I realize it's a sanctuary city, but there has to be a limit to our compassion," said one protester, Michelle Rubin. "We don't have the infrastructure. We are not vetting anybody. We don't know if anybody has a criminal background or what they did in a country of origin, which is a valid point. But we're going to keep it moving. All right, this is your." Greg Abbott brags of sending over 11,000 migrants to D.C. Republican Texas Greg Abbott bragged about the effectiveness of his migrant busing program Tuesday, saying it has provided critical relief to the Texas border towns. Greg Abbott program has proven to be the bane of Democrats at all levels of government, from the White House to to mayoral, offices in deep blue cities. Abbott argues argues Texas towns have carried the weight of illegal immigration far too long and has forced sanctuary cities to begin sharing the burden. Texas has bussed over 35,000 migrants to self-declared sanctuary cities. Abbott wrote Tuesday on X, the platform formerly known as Twitter, over 11,300 to D.C. over 13,300 to NYC, they bus over 6,700 to Chicago, Bus over 2,600 to Philadelphia, and over 1,000 to Denver, and then they bus 480 to Los Angeles. Our busing mission provides critical relief to our overwhelmed Texas border towns. Greg Abbott's busing program has created strife among Democrats with mayors demanding more support from the state officials and state officials demanding more from the federal government. New York City Mayor Eric Adams' deteriorating relationship with Governor Kathy Hotel is a prime example. Adams has pressed the governor to spread migrants arriving from Texas across more of the New York state to lighten the load for New York City. Hotel has so far refused to do so. Mm. Smoke. One thing Hotel and Adams agree on, however, is that they don't think President Biden is doing his job. They argue Biden must issue an emergency declaration to open more federal funding for the state. Adam has also demanded that Biden expedite the work permitting process for the migrants to allow them to support themselves, rather than to take up the city and state resources, housing them, in shelters. Los Angeles voted to sue Greg Abbott over the program last week. Abbott's office dismissed this move. The Los Angeles City Council members are complete hypocrites. Abbott's spokesman, Andrew Mahaleris, or Mahaleris, told news sources in a statement. In June, they unanimously voted to become a sanctuary city, welcoming migrants to the city. Texas began bussing migrants to sanctuary cities like Los Angeles last year to provide relief to our overrun and overwhelmed border communities. All right? See? You know? I know I emphasize this a lot, ladies and gentlemen, but I got to do it so you can know what's going on. It's a back and forth. It's a fight. It's almost like the Bloods and the Crips just fighting. But one after the next, consecutively, every day, somebody's um, sending shots. Greg Abbott said, for day, we're going to bust these goddamn migrants to y'all. Y'all could take the load and goddamn... Kathy Hochul, the governor for the state of New York, and Mayor Eric Adams, they beefing. They like, man, come on, man. I I can't do this shit. Everybody's getting on my ass. And Hochul's like, well, I don't give a damn. Fuck that shit. I don't care. Uh, Yada, yada. Keep running your mouth, man. Get on out of here with that shit. You go find a place to shelter them goddamn migrants and shit. And he's like, man, you got a whole state of New York. You need to freaking get them buses over there somewhere and Kathy Hochul just hanged up the phone. Click! Bitch, I ain't got time for this shit. You know what I'm saying? But they both agree on that President Biden ain't doing shit with his old dusty ass. You see what I'm saying? I'm breaking it down for you. In Los Angeles, you know, the people, the council members in Los Angeles set forth that we are about to freaking file a lawsuit to to Governor Greg Abbott for playing games with us. We are sick and tired of his Shit! That's what's going on, all right? That's what's going on. Ladies and gentlemen, let me go to some other news, all right? Because I don't like talking politics, but they forcing me to do it because they said I'm the best one at it, all right? Moving along. Houston man sentenced to 65 years behind bars for killing a man outside of a gas station. A Houston man will spend the next 65 years in prison for shooting a man in a gunfight outside of a gas station off West Road in 2020. Harris County District Attorney Kim Argue announced Percy uh, Dedewanta Simeon. I'm going to just call him Percy Simeon because that middle name, I don't know how to say it. 22-year-old Mr. Simeon, 22 years old, was convicted by a jury of murder in the fatal shooting of a 20-year-old Jaden LaCour on June 14th, 2020. He was sentenced to 65 years in prison by State District Judge Robert Johnson. During the height of the COVID-19 pandemic, the two men agreed to meet up in the parking lot of a gas station on West Road near Eastern Commons around 11.45 p.m. Although LaCour had cash on him when he was killed, it is unclear exactly why they were meeting. LaCour arrived with other people in a vehicle, and Simeon had arrived with other people who parked down the street. Officials said surveillance video from the store showed that their total interaction lasted less than two minutes. Simeon and a friend approached LaCour and began speaking to him. Within a few minutes, officials said it appeared LaCour and Simeon became involved in a struggle. When LaCour was grabbed and pulled toward the defendant, The uh, he was pulled toward Simeon. The defendant then started shooting as he ran away. LaCour was shot in the leg and abdomen and taken by ambulance to Ben Taub Hospital where he later died. Investigators were able to review surveillance video at the convenience store and later identified Simeon as the shooter. It is nothing short of a tragedy when a 20-year-old man loses his life in brazen and thoughtless gun violence. Uh, Attorney District District Attorney Kim Ogs said there are consequences when someone pulls out a gun and starts shooting. One man lost his life, and the shooter will spend decades behind bars. Assistant District Attorney Heather Axlin, a chief in the District Attorney's Trial Bureau, prosecuted the case with ADA Tyler Arner, and noted that Simeon never took responsibility for his actions. Oh, here we go. Oh, man, laptop want to flash on me and stuff. God damn. He never took responsibility for his actions and even tried to blame his victim. When you slow down the surveillance video, it's very clear about what happened. Axelin said, this was not self-defense and it was not defense of others. We see pretty clearly what happened. That's what they say. So what happened? like... They say he ran away and shot the gun and started shooting the dude. And they said um Lacora had money in his pockets. So I don't know if this was a drugs drug transaction or this probably was a hit. Um, I don't know what it was. Uh Yeah, it's sad, though, that these kids be doing this shit. Yeah. Remember I told you in the other, uh, I told you in one episode that um, the marijuana, there's going to be dispensaries everywhere. Ain't going to be no reason why somebody have to sell weed. I, I talked about that in the episode, a couple of episodes back. Because they're going to, they're trying to, stop, suppress these senseless gun violence and stuff like that. They're trying everything that they can do. But I don't know if this was a drug transaction because they said that he still had money in his pocket and it still doesn't mean anything, but I don't know. Because I don't know what really happened. The district attorney didn't describe what really happened. They just said they just met for about less than two minutes and that's when uh, uh, whoever was with, what's his name, Simeon, whoever was, w- was with him, they got into some type of tussle and shit, and then they pulled him next to him. I don't know if they was trying to grab something, or I don't know if um, the court had a gun on him or something. Or I'm not sure. He probably, he probably did have a gun on him. I don't know. They probably grabbed a gun from him. But these are just, these are, uh, just my thoughts. I'm just thinking out loud right here. I'm trying to figure out because they didn't give us too much details on what really happened in that situation right there. But guess what, ladies and gentlemen? I'm going to have to cut this apple pie short and sweet like I have to do. All right? Subscribe to my YouTube channel, which I have not been active on. I know I've been saying that lately, but guess what? I need you to subscribe to my YouTube channel because I will be active on it. I got something coming. All All you got to do is type in Box Benji in the search engine to follow me on Instagram and on TikTok. That is B-O-X-B-E-N-J-I. All right. B-O-X-B-E-N-J-I. B B as in Bob. All right. Box Benji. Benji. All right. You type that in the search engine, you will find me and just hit follow. All right. Because I got so much things to t- I got so much love to give, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to tell you what's going on around the world so you can be aware and be diligent so you could just live your life in prosperity. That's what this thinking of life podcast is all about. So, ladies and gentlemen, I will holler at you later with another segment. This is Thinking Out Loud. Peace. This ain't hard on life. Gonna turn it up, please. Them hard Nights, going turn it up, please. I don't fell in love with Gonna turn it up, please. Them hard Nights, party at the boat, David.